Good morning, dear listeners. This is Cody James reporting for Board Shenanigans. I am prefacing today's fine podcast before all of our illustrious listening audience of the big changes that have arrived. Certainly, as you have noticed, our old web address has, has been dallied with a much stronger and more voluptuous URL. It is a great pleasure that we now present you with America's number one choice in downloading listening content. Now, with more on those specific changes, I would like to welcome our noble editor, Reverend Brewer. Thank you, Cody. What we observe today is not a victory of chance and circumstance, but a celebration of freedom, symbolizing an end as well as a beginning, signifying renewal as well as change. For I have fucking sworn before the people of Podcastia and Podcastlandia the oath the forebears prescribed for this great nation at its inception. We shall not this day forget that we are the heirs of the first revolution. Let the word go forth from this time and place to friends and foe alike to the very top of the space elevator that the torch has been passed to a new generation of Americans, to a new generation of board shenanigans, our listeners born of this century, tempered by war, disciplined by hard and bitter peace, proud of our ancient heritage, and unwilling to witness or permit the slow undoing of those human rights advocated by this grand nation and the flag proudly flown here at Board Shenanigans. With this new, better address of bspodcast.us, it symbolizes our commitment to the American ideals of free thought, free speech, and good laugh. We would like to welcome our cadre of old listeners and our throngs of new listeners. May the shenanigans be with you. Yes, ma'am, can you please tell us a little something about how the new URL has affected you? The new web address has completely changed my life. It has improved the length and quality of my orgasms. The new URL has made my BS experience much more enjoyable, and frankly, I do not know what I could do without it. Borchenangans, you saved my marriage and saved my kitty's life. Thank you so much. You are true American heroes. Sir, what would you like to say about Borchenangans and how it keeps you company? Hi, I'm Jarrett Shedd, and myself as a professional musician, I'm on the road a lot. I don't always have time for entertainment in my life, but whenever I do, Bored Shenanigans is the first place I go. Oh, I say, and that concludes our BS special report. So remember to tune in every Monday for our weekly hard-hitting podcast. Check our site regularly for award-winning articles. Enjoy the spontaneity that lies in our new to-go series, and just enjoy the the irreverence to keep you coming back again and again. We would like to encourage our audience to share the BS with a friend, and to also ready themselves for a bevy of new changes coming this year. So get your soup bowls ready, your John Fingering hands prepared, and make sure that Larry Sanders is all gassed up. Now, puppy cocking out for your pleasure, we return you to your regularly scheduled program. And that's the way it is. That that part of the world tonight. Good night, good luck, and good tomorrow. To all the ships at sea, and God save the Queen. Everybody, here's another episode of Board Shenanigans, and I'm here with, you know, a co-host that is near and dear to my heart, uh, Cody James. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't see it coming, but I should have. Oh. <laughs>
Well, <laughs> yes, I, I have been, as you have heard, I have been re-promoted back to hosting duties. However, the intro still remains at large. <laughs> oh, I know, you, you, you were sounded so excited to do that, too. He's like, oh, tee-hee-hee, I can say some stuff up front. Hoo-hoo, tee-hee-hee. <laughs> Just had to keep me back, kick me that back down in my place. That's so, fine, fine, say it. You, you can say it now if you want. Oh, I'm going to because this is what they come for. Oh, hey, everybody, and welcome to Board Shenanigans. As always, I am joined by Ryan Brewer, a man who is so arrogant. He, God damn it. <laughs> a, man, <laughs> a man who thinks that his arrogance is a virtue. Yes, and, and that was Cody Jeems, the man whose thought patterns as coherent as the IPH pronunciation guide. <laughs> Just not going to let that one slide, no. are ya? <laughs> See, that's what we, kids, that's what we call a callback. That's a callback. Don't know why I'm pissed about that? Stay, stay tuned in the future for new, for stories from the past here on Board Shenanigans. Fucking with the time flow. But I think that was in the past already, so. Well, it was currently, it was the current episode that's gonna be released from the past, even though we're talking about it in the future. So, enjoy that whenever you get to actually hear it, or hear this. Or hear them both. Hell, listen to that one, and then listen to this one, and then let's see where they match up. <laughs> and then listen to the other one again, just to make sure you understood it. And then come back to this one because you're like, well, this is one of my favorite episodes, and then go back to episode six because, you know, you you forgot what we did in the past, and then you're like, man, that noir episode was edited so well, so go listen to it again. In fact, maybe listen to it twice, and then, you know, I wonder what their views on religion are. Well, I think they did two episodes on those, so I'll go listen to them again because... That was something. Yes, and uh, since no? since I actually, well, that too. I mean, I was advocating it. I think everybody should go listen to them multiple times. Listen to them backwards, even see if we're saying anything, saying anything, uh, trying to sway you to the side of the devil or whatnot. But uh, anyway, so Brewer, anything wonderful and or exciting happened to you lately? Um. Well, uh, speaking of the devil, we went and tried to piss off Fox News. <laughs> yeah, we. We trolled the internet, and we did it for no reason other than we need hate mail. Which we're going to stop this story right now to let you know that if you do feel the need to send us hate mail, or if you were thoroughly offended by our trolling of Fox News that you obviously witnessed but you may not be aware of yet, you should you should direct all hate mail to boardshenanigans at gmail.com, or visit our Facebook page or our website. Or just wherever you want to visit us, for that matter. <laughs> Come... Come to our house and tell us you hate us. Yeah, why not? Sorry, oh, I actually did. wasn't listening to you at the time. I was reading. I was reading some of the hate mail we had on on, the, on Fox News's site. Uh, so what we did that I think we talked about briefly on on another episode in the past that you obviously will have known by listening to them, um, because nobody ever nobody ever misses an episode of our show. We know we know Mondays midnight to one o'clock. You're so giddy. You're gathered around your computer with your favorite loved one. You invite friends over just to hear us prattle on. We know. Oh, you're just waiting to poppycock. You're just sitting there, just on the verge of uh, of your cock poppying. Oh, if it goes any faster, I'm gonna John Finger. Oh. We know. Wow. Get my soup bowl ready, honey. Get my soup bowl ready. Yeah, <laughs> so we know. When is Brewer gonna post it? I need it now. God damn it! Just scratching yourself, you know, smelling old episodes. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so we, the the news story about the statue, the Satan statue that's gonna go in Oklahoma. Yeah, I didn't realize it was such a big deal when we brought it up the first time. I just thought it was O T he he Satan statue. Apparently, I was wrong, and the internet finds this as a 
a bigger deal, or the conservative Christian movement finds it as a bigger deal. Everyone is losing their mind over it. Like, they freaked out about it on the radio, and that's kind of why I brought it up, and I read about it a little bit, but fuck me, the world is going crazy about it, and so I kind of got a spur up my ass, and I was like, man, I kind of want to poke at this, and I called Brewer, and I was like, can I do this as as the board shenanigans, can we do this as us, or do we need to do this individually? And we thought about it, and we decided, you know what? If we can't spread, if we can't spread malcontent over something so trivial, then we're really not doing our job as podcasters. So we went a little nuts. Oh God! Yeah, we left. Uh, 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 we went to I don't know to Brett somebody. I think is his name. Yeah, some Fox News correspondent. Yeah, yeah. yeah Brett Bayer. We went on his uh, Facey Space page where he's talking about you know like oh hey should we do this and and just left the, the most like ridiculous comments we could possibly leave on there all of them relatively true some of them got a little serious after a certain point as far as we, we were actually trying to say something yeah uh there was a few that like really i, I i'm not going to ruin the entire list because if you get, if you have time and you really feel like going back and traipsing it out it's probably worth it if you care enough to do that cuz or or maybe we'll have some sort of like i don't know pictures of a, of what we said and you can just go through go through our facey space page and look at pictures of what they said and what we said in response uh yeah i mean that there there is that but uh do you do you have the list pulled up right now i have some of it up yeah okay cuz i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to read like my two favorite oh i was just going to so. read first couple i found okay well, for instance um, someone said god is withdrawing his uh protective grace as a punishment before long we will get smacked hard by the lord <laughs> and then some weird guy named cody james said smacked hard on the bottom in the dark that's my kind of lord and then board shenanigans obviously had to respond with punish us hard dirty dirty lord <laughs> Um, and then somebody real, and, and then the same person realized that it was that we have been posting like five billion things all over this one comment, you know, thread, and goes, "You clearly are bored," <laughs> which was my favorite response to anything we have. It's like, "You clearly are bored." It happens. Uh, oh, let me, let, let, I'm, tr- I'm trying to find my mine. There's one that I really, really liked. Um, I apparently got the same guy about four times, <laughs> and, and I didn't realize I did it. And, uh, Which says more about the fact that he is just overly boisterous on there too. Um, yeah, pretty much. Can I can I read yours because you you did really I really really liked yours. Oh, my big long epic one of of pain, hate, and sorrow. Do you want to do that one on here? Oh, oh you wow. can go for read because which I'll explain why in a minute. Okay. Um. Like so, somebody put the, the, their their initial one was who would want a statue of a gaudy, nightmarish, goat-headed demon out the front porch, uh, carrying the kill out of the kids and incurring God's wrath. And mine, my response was who would want a statue of two pieces of wood used as a torture device to kill a multitude of people in the most horrific man- manner possible outside their state-funded buildings. What's the difference? And then the person said, I'm not going to dignify that statement other than to say what kind of real God could be represented by a half-human, half-female torso with a goat's head and cloven hooves. The real God of the universe is not and cannot be represented by any kind of animal form or otherwise. The Bahamut representative of being created in those light years inferior to the king of the universe who is represented in the son of man, Yahshua, the Messiah, the heir to the throne, the almighty God. Your Bahamut God has, God will bow at his feet very soon. Which, by the way, Bahamut is the demon that this is actually depicting so if you're not up on your demonology that's all that's about and then uh this is brewers and i i loved this his was uh 
for, first off, so we're clear, Satan is not my God, nor is anybody else. Uh, God cannot, next you say, God cannot be represented in any kind of animal form or otherwise. If God has all the power in the universe, could he not take this or any other form he does? for me desire, desired, so by your argument, God is not all-powerful. If God created the universe, then he created Satan, so he is definitely not all-loving. Or if he did not create Satan, then he is not the only God. If Satan exists and his involvement in God's re- religion, then is not is not monotheistic in the line, Yahshua is Messiah and heir, the throne of Almighty God, would imply that, that he would take over for God. Why would anyone need to replace an eternal God? Also, if someone is replacing God, that means there has to be a distinct individual that has powers on par. So, this is the third deity I have counted up to this point in your monotheistic religion. I think I think I will stop there because the point of this comment were not was not a theological debate, but a political one on how people are, will support the first statue here, the Ten Commandments, and did not think how, about how others would feel in a country founded on separation of church and state by deists, those who believe in God left a long time ago. Uh, sa- Satan is not is not the problem here. If someone wanted to put a statue of Hera or Muhammad or the flying spaghetti monster, we would be having the same talk. Or for that matter, if there was already a statue of one of them, you would be doing the same thing as those Satanists to try to get the Ten Commandments next to it. I say all or none. How about a de- how about a whole deity park that would consist of Net- Neptune's reflecting pool, the f- foundation rocks, uh, climbing wall, Buddha's meditation garden, and Cthulhu's tentacle rope swing. Which is one of the like I could not have said it better. He did a hell. That was a that was a great great fucking job. And you can obviously tell I wrote it because it is not concise. It is not short. I am not your king. You will not like it. <laughs> oh oh god! I'm trying to I'm trying to find my my one I I want. You know which one I want? The Amer- anti-American one. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Somebody says uh, it's anti-American. And and my response, this is where I lost my shit. I was like, anti-American? Really? This is everything that is good about this country. The free exchange of thoughts and ideas in a free market funded by individuals' beliefs in protest to something they find unjust, i.e., a statue of the Ten Commandments at the Capitol, at the Capitol violate, violating the separation of church and state. Apparently, your Jesus can't read the Bill of Rights. And there was another one in that same vein where a guy was like, no, God founded this country to be a Christian nation or something like that. And my response was, huh, I thought God was from Bethlehem. I didn't realize he was a red-blooded, flag-waving American. But, because that, I know we're beating religion's bushes again, and I'm not doing it in t- Okay, yeah, we did we it. Are. In, we oh, did yeah, it. Yeah, just beat, beat in that bush hard. <laughs> beat mm, around yeah, that rubbing. bush. Get it all up in that oh, bush. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, man. I'm like, put my bib on oh, now. I'm going to that bush because... Got a big ball. Wow, wow. I'll just get, get down and dirty in that. Wow, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I didn't know you could eat a bush, bush with a spoon, but I'm doing it. <laughs> Ow, meow, meow. Uh, but anyway, yes, we did this to stir shit because if everybody else is going to make a giant goddamn deal out of it, we've got to as well. And I can't say this is going to be the last time we're not going to poke at some overly controversial thing for the sake of poking at it because people get their get their fundamentalism so wrapped up so tight that they can't see past their own ass. Actually, this is what I like, too, that, that you forgot. They should take it where it belongs, in hell. Yes, this would be the perfect monument in hell, Michigan. <laughs> I forgot about that one. And it's, it's just that, like, because everybody is flipping the fuck out about it. And I, we couldn't let it go. And 
you know what? The more stupid shit you flip out about, the more we're going to have to bring it up. Because, frankly, I wish we would have done a better job on the episode we brought it up in, because I didn't know it was this big of a deal. But oh, yeah, neither did I, which I thought we took the perfect route on it originally, because I thought, oh, tee-hee-hee, Deity Park. Yeah, tee-hee-hee. But, yeah, I, I guess it's a... <laughs> I guess people are actually more worried about this than for, for whatever reason. Like, which I this is the first place I got to see a picture of it, and I'm like, that is just as as funny as it could possibly be. <laughs> like, like we said in the other episode, I would gladly go sit in Satan's lap and get my picture taken. That would be awesome. Oh yeah. Oh, but anyway, so that was that was bored shenanigans, trolling the internet for your amusement. Oh God, listeners. did we troll? I, this is actually maybe the first time I've ever trolled. Really, it was definitely the first time I ever did. I mean, not, not even really trolled. I mean, there was there was just straight out flaming there. Yeah, yeah. We well, the funny thing was we were in the middle of doing it about halfway through it. Brewer points out to me like, "Dude, you didn't realize we're on a Fox News website, right?" And I was like. Oh no, I guess I didn't pick that up. That makes a little more sense. Yeah, as uh, far as like all the comments are so pro this, I'm like, this is Fox News, Rod. That's why they all are pro this. This is, <laughs> which I'm actually really surprised that our comments are still there to this point, to this day. I mean, <laughs> granted it's only like two days later or one day later, but, so I don't know. Listeners, when we're talking about this to you, see if they're still there. They might have been taken down. Hey, are, are there weird protest signs out in front of our houses? Now you know why. <laughs> oh, right. Like, no, but, this oh, part. Oh, God, I hope, like, Westboro Baptist Church decides to protest us. Oh, that would be amazing. For for many reasons. One, because I want to make anti-protest signs, because I, I did not get to partake when Red State was doing that. Which, that's another point, is, if we start getting, like, like the shit all over us, I don't know what that sentence really means either. If we start getting the shit all over us from Fox News or some other really w- weird, uh, you know, conservative religious group, Kevin Smith's gonna come to our aid. So we're gonna meet Kevin Smith. <laughs> That's not the only one that needs to come to our aid. Yes, we're doing this for you, listeners. You think, oh, no, 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 no. They're gratifying themselves. Negative. We are doing this for you. We are right, we are shaking the pillars and rallying up, rallying up the overly zealous conservative Christian populace, along with whatever uh, overzealous populace we could come up with, so that you have some, somewhere to go to make anti-protest signs and to anti-flame whenever we are inevitably flamed. Like, we're doing this for you, so y'all have something to enjoy. Like, I've always wanted, I've always wanted to, to make a sign that, that stated, I had sex with my husband before we got married and shake it vigorously while we're, while we're being protested. Now's your chance. Or, or a sign that says, dick tastes yummy. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, out of context, is going to sound really funny for me to say that to you, you people. Um, look look up that. Well, I mean, yes, look up the taste of dick. <laughs> Just type in dick tastes yummy. It'll be an adventure. <laughs> oh. Um, in other news, since, uh, that was, <laughs> that was our, uh, that was our wonderful and or exciting that I'm not going to let you ask me about my wonderful and or exciting. Uh. Um, yeah, other than, other than that, um, I'm, I'm sure you can probably tell at this point, listeners, that Brewer is not firing, you know, on all, on all cylinders this time because he has now caught, caught the plague. And I don't know why I'm talking about myself in the third person here, but <laughs> probably because I have the plague and I'm, I'm, and it has gotten into my brain and I'm going slowly mad. Uh, but, he's got, he's got mad cow disease. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's the mad, it's the mad cow. I caught, I caught that. I, I caught it from William Shatner. <laughs> you know how it is. He walks up, he talks, talking about his starship. Next thing you know, you got the mad cow from him. <laughs> but you have gained the right to strap your entire body covered in guns. So, 
Which, uh, you know, <laughs> not so lucky for you listeners that I'm firing on, you know, at only half power. Because, you know, when Cody's sick and only firing at half power, well, 50% of two, you're really not losing much. But, you know, 50% of a thousand, that's a significant drop. So... Sorry, listeners, that this episode won't be as great as it should be. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, we're open and honest about everything here. You fucking cunt. Uh, that that was the alternate insult for you at the beginning. Oh, I, I couldn't oh. figure out how to work that into a into a concise sentence to insult you. So I'm like, fuck it. It was going to be insult number two, which really would have ended up being insult number three. Uh, anyway, so uh, my wife got into the. Uh, Honor Society at Texas State, so I am stupidly proud of her. That that is that is my wonderful and or exciting news for the week, I guess, or part of the week. That's the coolest new thing that's happened to me since we've talked last. Oh, so you so. gonna get are you gonna get a sticker to put on the back of your truck that says that my wife is on the honor roll at insert college here? Uh, yeah, actually, I would. I'm uh, she's she's actually made the dean's list and shit, so she's doing really well. I'm so proud of her. So she's kicking ass at school. So. I'm, I I couldn't be happier with her. It's it's pretty awesome. So uh, let's see. Other than that, what other what other crazy news? What crazy andor? Oh, I know. So I know that it's supposed what's supposed to happen right after the new year. But pff, fuck it, this is board shenanigans and uh, things. We don't particularly always... care about anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't care about that much. So uh, I guess keeping with tradition and before it's actually the end of uh, New Year. Uh, Happy New Year. Except for the fact that it's probably going to be going out in February. <laughs> Ah, fuck them. Like, alright, fine, happy goddamn February. Or, <coughs> making Valentine's Day plans already? Well, one of the Valentine's Day plans you could you could mention to all of them, what, what was your New Year's resolutions this year? Well, um, you know, my, my New Year's resolution's gonna be the same as it always is. Just be more awesome this year than I was the last previous year. Well, uh, I think, I think mine, since, uh, I... Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hob all of you knobs out, all, all knobs, in I'm fact, present, oh, actually, people of Podcastlandia, about face, present knobs, prepare <laughs> to be hobbed. Wait, 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 their, their knobs are on their rear? Uh, fine, front face, I don't know, I might be behind them and I told them to about face, is that- Why were you standing behind them? Because I walked up from the other side. Like, I just want them to poppycock out so I can hob their knobs for a minute. Like, I don't appreciate, I don't appreciate you second guessing my hobnobbing strategies here. <laughs> no, no wonder why Podcast Landia has, has lost all its wars it's ever fought in. It's facing the wrong direction half the time. Well, so what do you do if your commander's behind you? Do you always have to be facing them? What if the enemy's coming from the other side? Why, why would you be behind them? Just, that's just the biggest point. Shouldn't you be, shouldn't you be up front leading the charge? Well, I thought you stood on the. I thought you stood on the hill with your horse and like the glass, and you raised the flags and told them what to do. The glass, like like your spy like glass, the, like, like the eaten kind of glass. You don't eat out of a glass. Well, maybe you eat out of a glass. I drink out of a glass. It depends but... on what I have in the glass. <laughs> Good have point. you ever like got you know like you know some milk and put some like Nilla wafers in there? I've eaten cereal out of a cup. I don't know how many times. But uh... see, there's that. See. You've done exactly what I bring up, so... But, uh, anyway, no, like, the freaking telescope, and they... Why am I so vehemently arguing this with you? 
I just, I, I, I just, I thought about face just meant turn around. I didn't know. I, I, I know, which I just assumed you were standing in front of them. <laughs> so you're like, well, what oh, you, yes. okay. What do you say if you walk up behind somebody? I, I, I guess if you're some sort of, like I said, weird, are you the rear admiral? Is that what you're telling me? Are you the rear admiral at Podcast Landia? Fine, fine. People of Podcast Landia, present penises or other assorted junk. All I was going to try and say was my New Year's resolution is honestly to make the podcast better, to make sure that we're consistent with it, to keep the quality up, and to try and to try to try and make a better show. That that's that's one of my biggest goals I want to happen this year. And I, you know, I'm really really excited for us to hit our one year. We've got a lot of cool shit coming. I know you've heard about it already, and hear about it again now. But, oh, I think there was a special report of this, of all the cool shit. To right, yeah, so stay tuned for that, or listen to that again, or insert it, like, go listen to it now. Anyway, I'm excited about that. I want to keep, I want to keep all the writing shit I'm doing. I want to keep that up at a high quality and keep up with all that. I mean, that's kind of my big New Year's resolutions. I've actually had a pretty good gym year because I've lost like 50 <laughs> pounds from when I started last year, so I kind of want to keep that train rolling. I mean, other than that, oh, and the big one, is uh, Madison and I are actually like legitimately planning to actually take real steps towards getting a fucking house. So that, that's kind of that's kind of Cody's major goals. So I don't know, like will will I meet all of them? Will I fail miserably? Stay tuned this year. Will Elaine ever find out who's actually hiding in the closet? Will the girls ever save up enough money to start their own business? <laughs> it seems the penguin has the dark night in a in a penguiny predicament where he's fro I don't even you know will he escape with all with his beak intact see you same bat time same bat channel oh those duke boys look like they're in a whole heap of trouble <laughs> do you think they could gun the engine fast enough to get around that bin before boss Hog catches them uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh I got one more what Webster Webster found some drugs. What's he going to do? Is he going? Is he going to go to Mister Dreyfus's house, or is he going to go to the police? Stay tuned next week for a very special episode. I, I think I'm done. Yeah, I can't think of any more. Remember when that was a thing? I kind of miss that actually being a thing. I just kind of miss like television that tried a little bit. And yes, I realize I said that after we referenced Webster and Dukes of Hazard, but I'm just saying. I, yeah, I was kind of wondering, like that was trying to you? Good lord, you you're either really impressed with television nowadays or thor thoroughly sore with it. No, okay, like takes Dukes of Hazard for instance. Like, well, okay, it wasn't yes. a good sh it wasn't a good show. I mean, granted, ninety percent of the reason anybody watched that was to watch blah, 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 walk around in her shorty shorts. I mean, I understand that, but, dude, the fuck, at least the driving in that show, if you, there's no other interest, at least the driving's pretty goddamn cool to watch. I mean, there is that, and then, you know, that was also the era of the star, of the original Star Trek, and, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, even bad shows were kind of, at least mildly watchable. What's on now sucks, like, Modern Family and shit, like, that's terrible. I guess if you're talking about sitcoms in general, then, yeah, there's probably a lot of bad. I thought you were just meaning, like, you know, you know cable in general, opposed to... No, I really was going more sitcoms because sitcoms are kind of dying or dead. I really didn't yeah, want. I mean, I don't know. I when I've caught of it, um, which I keep missing. Uh, that that two broke girls is not bad. Um, it's pretty pretty humorous. Which I I might just like it because it's got the girl from Thor in it. Right? Yeah, she's a, she was a, she's funny. I mean, like her stand up's funny and shit. Yeah. And I, which uh, I really I think I've hobbed this at you before. Um, the Blue Valentine, I think, is the movie she's in. 
so uh, I, th- I think I think it's it's a real real good like it's like an indie flick. It's on Netflix, so mm. it's it's pretty good. Um, I mean, other than that, um, as far as the, um, there's one there's one with Sarah Michelle Gellar and Robin Williams. That's that's out right now. It's called The Crazy Ones. That's pretty enjoyable. Well, yeah, but Robin Williams brings 140 percent everywhere he goes. Oh yeah, it it's it's pretty amazing. I keep missing it as well, but. I find it pretty enjoyable. I mean, I, I don't know. I can't really think of a sitcom. But those are really the only two sitcoms I've... Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I catch Big Bang Theory sometimes. You know, I, and I know this is a much bigger issue with you than it is for me, but does, does Big Bang Theory kind of feed into your whole general annoyance about how it's cool to be a nerd thing? Does that, doesn't that kind of... I mean, I know you brought this up to me before, but you, you want to go nuts on that for a minute? Um, yeah, sure. For You know, yeah, I think it's... There's a... To a certain point, yeah, it's kind of nice to see some of that stuff, but I, lately the show has been doing a lot better. There's probably some middle, some of the middle seasons there where, well, one, let's just, let's just put this out in the open. All the science they talk about is about 10 years old, which granted it's got to be kind of old in order to be so they could, so they can, you know, thoroughly talk about it. Right. But I mean, as far as any of the breakthroughs they talk about have been broke for a while or fixed or Fuck it, they've been found out. <laughs> I got lost by analogy there. You know, I mean, for, for for a while there, it was still a little stereotypical nerd stuff as far as, like, not portraying them in, in, in a light that's positive. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know, because comic book movies have exploded lately, and then there's that, and then you have, I mean, then you have other shows as far as that has uh, overly intelligent people on them, like, um, like uh, Bones and The Mentalist and other shows like that, as far as where you're, you're or um, elementary. Where you have like the 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 quirky you know sci- science smart guys, so you know yeah it's, it's definitely exploded a lot lately. Which in a way yes I enjoy. Um, I don't know. I I still haven't. I, I Big Bang's been on for this long. I still haven't made up my mind on it. God, hadn't it been on for like six or seven years at this yeah, point? Yeah, I, I think mean, I've it's seen, been around for a long time. Yeah, I think I've seen the majority of it, and I still haven't made up my mind of on how much I how much I like it, but I, I guess I keep watching it, so that's something. I, I just kind of, I mean, yeah, I agree with you on the whole comic book movie thing, and I'm sure that's part of it, but I, I, I kind of don't care as much for the it's cool to be a nerd thing. I, I, I kind of think it's a little, I mean... Here's a good example. Esports has taken off tremendously over the past three years. It's it's actually a thing now. Like, oh, oh, esports. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And, like, that's starting to be coming into the public lexicon, and you're starting to see that show up on TV shows, like the concept of esports, which a lot of people think is, oh, hey, that's great. That's great for, you know, the video game market and the people that are really enthused about that. Me? You know, I don't think it's that great for it. I think it actually is going to end up hurting us in the long run because, you know, you're going to start seeing it, you know, ESPN covering a, a StarCraft tournament, which stuff like that starts happening. I mean, it's going to start getting filled with, you know, it's going to start getting filled with even more branding than it has now, which, I I mean, then you're going to start, you know, seeing like, oh, yes, the, you know, Nokia presents the, you know, this team sponsored by GE. Right. Uh, and you're just, you're just going to start all this branding and marketing is going to flood into it. And then you're going to start seeing what you have with a lot of um traditional sports nowadays of, of like, oh, hey, if you want to see this match, you know, it's only going to be on this channel and you have to go watch it on this channel or, oh, look, it's a pay-per-view match and you're going to have to pay for this. Well, right now, eSports is free to watch. You just go to the, the eSports website and just watch it streaming live to you. And it's going to become this commercialized branded thing that's going to actually make you have to, in some form or another, whether it's just paying for a cable subscription or not or whatever or some sort of online pass, you're going to be paying to see it. I think my problem with the whole nerd is cool thing is, you know, I, <clears throat> I genuinely enjoy comic books. I genuinely do. But 
most of the ones I enjoy are not particularly shit that gets shoved out into popular com- I mean, there are, believe it or not, guys, there are comic books based on not superheroes. Those exist. Yes. They're pretty common, actually. Well, I mean, I mean, Sin City. Well, yeah, but I mean, there's every kind of war comic. Those have been around for a long time. Oh, yeah, I, time. I'm just saying, I'm just pointing out the Right, fact, right, I mean. But one of them you, did get made. I mean, yeah, but uh, th- that stuff, that stuff is, is out there, and there's, cri- there's crime comics, there's horror comics, there's all that kind of stuff, but... The kind of the, like, it's the comparison you made, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna compare, I'm gonna compare it to like punk rock. It's gonna be the comparison I make. Because in the 70s and 80s, in the late 70s and 80s, whenever like punk rock was a new thing, and it was all innovative, and it was all heart, and everybody, like, it was, it got, you know, there was actual legitimate talent out there, and it got, it got kind, it got pretty big in a way, and then it kind of started to, then it kind of started to peter out. Well, in the 90s, you know, it was around, but it never, it was a very much subculture thing. Well, then in the 90s, it got fucking huge, and that's whenever your crappy ass bands, like your Blink 182s, and your fucking Green Days, and all that shit came out that was such homogenized horse shit, and it, it, you know, that, that came, and then it got, you know, oh, you know, we're all punk rock, and they shut, and then, the, you know, then you have shit like Hot Topic, which, the whole punk mentality was never meant to be like, oh, I can go down to the mall, because my mom and dad dropped us off, and I can buy it, that was never what it was meant to be, it's all <laughs> counterculturism, that's all what it's supposed to be, you know, do it yourself, do what you got, you're not supposed to be able to go and do that shit, that was not ever what it was designed for, but, you know, people will walk around, and they'll wear, the, and they'll wear their freaking Ramon shirt, and they don't have a goddamn clue who they are they don't know anything about it you know and then you know they got it got so big in the 90s and then it you know like again the the market swelled up and it blew up and and, you know completely tanked and it went to shit and it sucked for a long time and now it's kind of gotten to the point where it got huge it died nobody wanted to play it other than the hardcore bands that were into it or the ones that had always been in it and now you're kind of getting a rise back up to where you're starting to see some good bands again, but it's probably never going to be huge like it was. Which is probably the same thing that's going to happen, going to happen with the whole geek thing. Where it's huge, it's huge, it's huge, and everybody's like, oh, it's cool to like this, and oh, to play games, and oh, casual gaming, and oh, you know, comic books are out there, oh, everybody, you know, everybody can look at this, and yeah, it, you know, shows, shows idealize it, and all that stuff. And then the bubble's going to pop. And then, uh, you know, the collective's consciousness will move on to the next trend. Which See, I, actually, I don't know. I almost don't think that will happen as far as, like, with the, the geek is cool concept. Just because the, the nature of being a, being a geek means it's going to – you're going to evolve with the technology that's around you. You're going to constantly be changing as far as what it means to, to be in this subculture – because what you have, what you have to express it is going to be changing. It's not a fixed con- construct. Like, I mean, just like the simple fact that a lot of comic books are going to, you know, digital downloads now just because it's just more, you know, it's just a better format for that because you don't have to go to the store. Then well, you don't it's have to get cheaper. The paper. It's cheaper is a lot. It's cheaper. It. You can get the, like, Hey, I've always wanted to read issue number one of, <laughs> right. But I can get that for five bucks now. Opposed to five hundred. Well, I mean, I can't. I cannot even make the argument to dissuade against what, like, how much 
digital technology has helped us. I mean, I I can't make that argu- argument on the fucking podcast. I mean, come on, that's that's fucking yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's that. I mean, there's there's stuff you know. Stuff right now that's considered like almost lame to see someone doing. I mean, I even almost looked down on some people that have that have bought into Google Glass just because I think it's just such a tame form of what that technology could be. Right. Because I've been following that for a long time, the augmented reality for a, for a very long time. I mean, that's going to be a thing that's just going to be commonplace eventually. Right. And I and they're going to be able to do it in, in a much simpler format where you hell you're probably going to be you'll probably be able to do it off of something that you don't even need to necessarily it won't be glasses in the future it, it'll be i don't know it might start off as some sort of like little earpiece that you would wear that would then just project in front of you i vote cod piece yeah i mean it's gonna be something soon eventually which i know they're working on um <laughs> brewer science corner again uh they're working on uh on, on a device that can can read inputs on your skin and you're like, what does that mean? So like, if you were to tap on your arm, you could you could activate a button then. And there's been a couple of ways that they've been doing this for a while. I mean, I think the simplest route is why don't they just use a laser like those laser keyboards? But the most innovative one is that's looking like it's going to be the forefront winner. Is it actually measures the sound waves based on a, would sound differently depending on how far away they are from the device when tapping on your arm. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, because cause I know for a long time it was like, you know, electrical capacitance wasn't the idea. I'm like, But yeah, the sound one is supposed to be 95% accurate. That's freaking awesome, man. And, I mean, it's currently, you know, the size of a brick strapped to your wrist. But, and I'm not particularly sure what the, the, the functionality of this is yet. I mean, I think, the, I think the next step is you need to be able to project something over your arm and see something there and then also be able to tap on it. But... I mean, realistically, at that point, why not wear, like, an arm cuff? Right. Gonna, why, why not wear, like, you know, a, a Pip-Boy? That would be cool. You'd get so off to wear a Pip-Boy, wouldn't you? I might, yeah, or some sort of device similar to that. I mean, I mean, realistically, I mean, you could do it. I, I've actually seen online where, actually, it was on that weird, I think it was on that weird site that we were talking about with the Swiss Bank Vault and all that other stuff. The, dude, I want that, or dude, look at some shit, or yeah. hey, dude, I got some stuff, or dude, where's my stuff? Dude, where's my stuff? <laughs> I, know, I don't know why I just didn't go there straight. Uh, but I, but yeah, they they had a the guy that was saying like, oh look, I made a functional pit boy. Well, the only problem with it was you couldn't really fit your arm into it because of all the electronics. But he actually was going with like the analog dials and knobs and stuff like that, which is cool. But I mean, you could just strap you know, now a Galaxy Tab to your arm. I mean, you know, I almost agree with this concept. Was was it Samsung that's got that's actually finally got the watch phone that yeah. we've seen in sci-fi's for for years now? You know. That's kind of cool. Uh, dude, I, the commercial's great. That's great marketing. That's great advertising. Oh, yeah, where they, like, showed all the you know, Michael Knight talking to his watch phone, and, and they show... Dick Tracy, yeah, talking to his Kirk, watch. and... Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's totally the way to do that marketing. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I... I uh, Which right there is that is that nerd culture re- you're coming back again. It's like, hey, remember all those classic sci-fi? Someone talking into their watch phone? Well, now you can. Right. Yeah, I mean, maybe you are right. Maybe, I mean, because I definitely know that, like... And, and you know jocks are going to get that and not even realize that, oh, hey, look, I'm like Michael Knight. Well, what, no, I guess I didn't even, like, really think about it, but, I mean, the first person I watched Star Wars with was my parents. I mean, you know, like, I think and that might be kind of what it is once you kind of... I mean, yeah, I agree with that. I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, if you... If you like that that genre, you're gonna always follow it. So yeah, I I, I see and, that. And, yeah, and because you know, and because being a nerd is is evolution at its best, you're always gonna be ahead of the curve. So you're always gonna well, you're always gonna be a little weird, and you're always gonna be relevant. So I mean, but in general, I don't think that if you're a self proclaimed nerd, like I don't know that you give a fuck about fitting in. You like what you like. You you know, you like what you.
you like. You get your you get your animes. You get your whatever. You tune into your board shenanigans on a feverishly weekly <laughs> basis. We know it's what you do. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, like like for instance, which like which I meant to bring up when you were talking about it, uh, you and your you and your your punk music, uh, whatever that is. Um, I was going to bring up the concept of like you know anime's gotten a lot more popular lately, but we're talking like our Naruto's and our Bleaches, which is not particularly good at all. Right. That's right. That's the controversial line: is fuck your statues of Satan. We don't like that. Or Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> yeah, Full Metal Alchemist is not bad. I haven't seen Brotherhood yet, so I can't. I can't make a judgment there. Oh, I just picked. I just arbitrarily picked one that I knew about. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Heard the, of. It, you know, there's a there's a bit there near the end of Full. I don't know why I'm talking about this now. I was gonna say there's a bit there near the end of Full Metal Alchemist that kind of bums me out. But but oh, there's that. Oh, there, there's some really good part. Yeah. I I'm not going to say him because I don't want to spoil him for anyone that, for whatever reason, hasn't seen it yet. But, but you, you know, know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's stuff like that. I mean, you know, there's, for instance, Gunslinger Girls. That's never going to get popular press. Oh, but that's like, one, that is the best anime ever made. I mean, I'm not a big anime fan. I'm not. But it's so, it's good. It's the, it's the same. And I think I've made this argument before. If not on the podcast, definitely to people in person. Good storytelling is good storytelling, despite whatever media happen, it happens to be told in. So, like, certainly anything deserves a chance you know like oh that's a stupid comic no fuck you it actually has a lot of merit or even if it gets down to like oh that's just that's just an old that's just an old book like no it actually has a lot of point to it uh actually you know not to sound hoity-toity and shit i'm not trying to come off that way but like yeah whenever my parents whenever my parents moved like i guess my mom was going through some of my grandparents old shit after they died and whatnot and she has like the the Hemingway, they had the Hemingway collection. I have never read that much Hemingway. And I got, I have, like, The Sun Also Rises, which I'm in the middle of right now, and Farewell to Arms, which I haven't read since high school. And, I mean, shit like that, that it's, oh, well, yeah, it's classic, but that's a classic for a reason. And so, I, yeah, I mean, think of all the other guys. Think of, you know, like, you know, Edward Simmons that was writing books, or, or, or Frederick Whistlebottom. Do you know who they are? No, because they weren't good. Right. I mean, it's, uh. That, that's the reason why, like, all these classic stuff are, oh, look how good this is, look how good this is, because the crap, you know, the, the pop culture, the, you know, the, 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 the dime store pulps have gone away. Oh, since we're talking about books and really prolific authors and amazing shit, uh, and it's uh, my. Fuck me, Ray Bradbury? Uh, Okay, you want to go nuts on that for a second? <laughs> I thought that's where you're going. Oh, um, like, yeah. oh God, fuck me, Ray Bradbury. <laughs> a, a topic that is that is always brought up on board shenanigans. We'll tell him about it. Um, Cody found this crazy video, which is entitled that, uh, opposed to like the oh fuck me, Ray Bradbury. It's like this this girl like writing like a love letter about wanting to have sex with Ray Bradbury. Uh, it's, it's this, uh, I think it's Rachel, it'll be in the links of interest, but I think yeah. it's Rachel, I think it's Rachel Cook. Um, she does some really, really funny, like, videos, and she's, she's definitely, if you, if you've stayed tuned this long into the show, you probably you've heard re- about Ray Bradbury. Well, that, and, uh, you probably have realized our style of humor, which is generally, we try to be intelligent, and we, you know, are pretty irreverent. So, she has that same method. And I always respect girls that have that kind of sense of humor because I definitely understand it's a boy's world. And if you can talk about, you know, have make fuck jokes and shit, it's always, I really enjoy that. Um, she's pretty funny. She's got some real funny videos, but the way I actually kind of 
stumbled into her or rediscovered her. I think I was mildly familiar with her. Um, the way I rediscovered her is, uh, one of my favorite online personalities or celebrities or whatever the fuck you call it is, uh, <laughs> Ego Raptor, which uh, the, he, he will be up in the links of interest. Cause he does these really funny game related cartoons. Well, he has a show called Game Grumps with another guy who go, both of them go by their, go by their, uh, their online name. So it's Ego Raptor and Ninja Sexbot. Um, which I, I almost wish we would have done that from the get-go, but it's too late now. <laughs> I mean, we kind of have a persona here, don't we? Well, yeah, but we have our real names. I mean, I guess it could have been Highwaymen and Scrawl, but none of that really yeah, matters. Yeah, we probably should have. I don't know. Do you guys want to start calling us that? I could inadvertently change our logo for this episode. <laughs> so it says that, which I'm now going to explain to people, which is going to be funny. Uh, but uh, it's, it's not a huge deal to me. But anyway... He, they, they did this, uh, this real, real funny, they, uh, it's very much along the lines of, um, like MC Chris, where it's like nerd rap. They did that on vintage games. And one of the ones they did is, it, there's a video up, which will be, a links of interest, all that shit. Cause I'm probably gonna link the fuck out of this guy, cause I like, I like his stuff a lot. Oh, uh, yeah, um, link him hard. I'm gonna link him, there's gonna be so many li- link like, him to the past. Like, your clicks will blot out the sun. Oh, but, yeah, Majora's mask all over his face. But, <laughs> but, but anyway, um, yeah. The yeah. wrong link? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty clever. I gotta give you that. That was pretty funny. Um, uh, I have nothing. I have no chain links to hook to that. I am the weakest link on that joke. But uh, anywho, he has he has a real funny video with it. But she does the guest vocals, and I was like, man, I, I kind of recognize this name, and I wound up kind of showing. And I showed that to him because he's a huge uh, huge Ray, Ray Bat Bradbury fan. But going back to where I was going all the way back down the stairs to where I tried to go first, and by God, I'm chasing this rabbit. Um, no. So uh, I don't, I'm sure you don't know who. Do you have any idea who Amari Baraka is? Do you have any idea who that person? Does that name mean mean a word to you? Uh, no. To, is he going to rock us? No, he was uh, a really, really ins- like inspirational and key poet during the Beat Generation stuff, like. He and Jet and Alex Ginberg and Jack Kerouac. Okay, I've heard of him. Okay, um, and, from Sarah and uh, like Jack Kerouac. They they were uh, they were really really key in that. Well, he was one of the first uh, black poets in the whole bla- in the whole like black art movement. He was big big in it. Um, you know, it, he was big and black. Is that what you're saying? Well, and I'll pro- I'll throw a link. I'll throw a link up. But you know, it, it always gets. It always gets satirized where it's the guy in the coffee house and he goes up and he's like, you know, he does, he does the, the, the free verse poem or whatever and he walks in and it's like, you know, yeah, I see them look, I see them looking at me and I can, I know in their head they're thinking, oh, hey, there goes that nigger. He's, that is a base around stuff he did. He was very, very influential in that. He was, like, he was so key in just the, you know, black artist movement and just the beat poetry in a time when it was huge. Because in the 60s, beat poetry was really, really big. Because that was whenever... Minor poetry cast, guys. I swear to God, I'm not going to go nuts here. But... (laughs) I just scienced them, so... Okay, poetry cast. So, uh... there's a there's the notion of traditional school of poetry, which is your Lord Byron's and stuff like that. And then there was a kind of a change of thought in the 50s and 60s. It was a counterculture change of thought, which, you know, when you think of the guys smoking the cigarettes and wearing the berets and doing the clapping thing, that actually happened. It was called beat poetry. Um, anyway, 
And there will be links to some of this if any of you give a fuck enough. It's it's amazing if you like poetry at all. Even if you don't, it's not traditional poetry. It's free verse. Anyway, this was one of like the key, the big three as far as that went. It was revolutionary at the time, and he did a whole whole lot of uh, a whole lot of stuff after the nine eleven attacks. He did a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of fundraising, a whole lot of awareness. He did he did a lot of stuff. He was a really really good guy. Well, he he died yesterday. So, I, I, I'm gonna throw some of his stuff up on the links of interest and shit. I mean, if you give a, f- I'm not, I'm not advo- I'm not advocating all this at you, cause I know some people just don't. I mean, poetry's not for everybody. I get that. It is, but it's not. That's a whole other episode for another time. I'm not gonna beat that drum too hard. However, so, prolific authors that did, ha- that have done something that, uh, that happened to die this week, it's, uh, it's him, and so, it's, uh, that shit's gonna go up there. I was gonna throw that at you. I didn't know if you'd heard that or seen that in the news at all, so. No, I haven't. I mean, I mean, I didn't realize that the Satan statue thing was such a big deal, so. I've been a little out of news. My news is all a couple years behind, really, as far as big news. Because I'm getting a lot of news from podcasts, but I start at the beginning of podcasts and listen forward. Like, you know, in ways I hope our listeners don't do. So if you're finding this episode first, you know what? Um, don't go back too far. <laughs> or take it with a grain of salt when you do. I mean, like I've said a million times, if we're your sole news source, you need to you need to uh, seriously seriously reevaluate that. Um, oh, I think we're I think we're a pretty good news source as far as anything yeah, really important. Yeah, but we are definitely not the end all be all. Do your own research. Think think damn it, think all that kind of shit. Yeah. But uh, that was one of them. I actually I meant to I meant to I meant to not spring on you, but I had to talk about because that was kind of a big deal to me. Oh, that's w- worth it, I guess. Yeah, I know. We, we probably should do poetry cast at some point in time. Yeah, that's uh, that, I, I I definitely need to rant on that one a little bit. Uh, so hell, we maybe maybe I could talk Sarah into being on an episode. We're probably talking to poetry cast. You think, Sarah? I'm calling you out now. If you're not listening to this episode and someone else listening to her, tell her she needs to do poetry cast with us. Yeah, I'd actually really like to do that because I know that you care enough to probably talk about it and. uh I, I, and since I know so little about it, I could be like the the guy that goes, Bleh-hoo! like, is that where they talk? Like, I know this one about a bad for bad Tucket. <laughs> no, like, I, the only, I don't want to fucking get into it. I, I don't know that I'm going to get super technical with any of it. I just know that my, that I feel like it's definitely isolates itself off and poets are kind of their own worst enemy. Because they don't ever actually introduce anyone into it. I mean, it's it's the same thing with everything else. I mean, <clears throat> if you ever want anybody to actually identify with it or enjoy it, you have to open it up and make it accessible and explain it to people. I mean, it, it, it's like with anything else. I mean, you know, if you want if you want someone to read what the kind of shit you read, you know, you gotta like kind of oh hey man, this is a little weird, but you know, preface this or. You want them to play D and D with you, whatever it is. You got to kind of preface it. That's the thing. It it definitely is. Which did you ever bite? I never have asked you this because I'm legitimately curious now. Did you ever bite the bullet on the D and D thing? Did you ever do any of that at all? No, because uh, you really. The reason why I never did is because you know you need a. I mean, you need a steady group, and then you know you need someone that's going to be you know dungeon master all the time. And so no, I mean just because of the sheer logistics of starting a D and D thing, I never have. Uh, but I've thought about it. And then you know why when you have you know computer games, I mean you could always play a D and D based um, RPG, or you could just play Final Fantasy. That too. Which uh, speaking of Final, Neverwinter Nights. Oh, uh, so I realized that um, I am probably doing the same thing that uh, some some girl in a tweed 
in a tweed jacket sitting at the house petting her cat is doing. Um, I uh, <laughs> Dreaming about a, a man she'll never get? <laughs> yeah, walked right into that one, didn't I? I thought, uh, oh, Mr. and Mr. Cody Brewer. <laughs> Someday my friends will come. Yeah. Mr. and Reverend Cody Brewer. I like how you assume that you're you're my dream guy. I couldn't think of Okay. <laughs> Mr. Mr. and Mr. Cody Cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Nicholas Cage and his husband. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, besides dreaming about that and drawing stars on the back of my notebook, um, <laughs> the, uh, the other thing that uh, I've been doing is, uh, I finally broke down and I bought, um, the Final Fantasy XII game, uh, DS game. So I've been playing an RPG on my wife's DS that is covered in Hello Kitty stickers. So somewhere while dreaming about my dream man, there is a girl in a tweed jacket doing the exact same thing. That is pretty humorous. Yeah, I, I definitely realize that. So, which if anybody cares enough about Final Fantasy XII, uh, gets Cody's seal of approval. I actually I like twelve. It's my favorite. It's my favorite Final Fantasy game. Well, this one's this one's real fun. This the uh, it's Reverent Wings. It's it's real real fun. I'm actually enjoying it a shitload more than I probably should be. I uh, I was stayed up far too late the other night playing it. Yeah, I've done that a lot recently. Um, Final Fantasy has ruined my my sleeping cycle. Too. Are you still in the, like it always does? Are you still in the middle of thirteen, or what are you doing? Um, I beat as far as the storyline goes of thirteen. Which what and did you what did you think? I never actually got the because yes, what are we playing cast? But why uh, not? Yeah, but I'm I'm actually genuinely curious. My biggest gripe is it feels so rushed. It is so so rushed. Well, I mean, lightning is your main character, but a bumzing. That's my biggest criticism. Other than that, the fact that oh, I'm going to say for three quarters of the game your main party doesn't really know what they're doing as far as, like, they literally don't know what their objective is. And that's something. And I kind of feel it's very just kind of stitched together at the end. I mean, I see what they're trying to do there. And, I mean, all in all, I I don't regret my time playing it still. But, which I I hear that I do already have a copy of uh, 13.2, which I hear is the, the superior of the two games. And I'll probably get the third one, which is called, which oddly is not called uh, 13.3. It's uh, Lightning's Return, which the name alone is a spoiler for me. Apparently she leaves and is returning, but well, I, like I said, I hear tell that, that 13.2 is supposed to be like the far superior game. Well, why wouldn't they just go with 13.3? I don't know. I mean, they could have just subtitled it. Yeah, 13.3, Lightning Return. Yeah. Which I guess is kind of my uh, question on the 12 thing, because I mean, this one, it's a sequel and they could have just called it 12.2. Well, I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like um, uh, you know, seven seven Crisis Core and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, it's kind of a because I mean, it's not a main one. It's kind of like an expanded universe thing a little bit. Yeah, which, which that's actually my only kind of. I don't really think it's a gripe. It's just of the world presented. They kind of oh yeah, here's this other world which is kind of different, but I don't mind it. And actually, I like I really really like the uh, the combat system in it. So. Which, I mean, while we're doing Final Fantasy cast here, um, they announced 15 a little while ago. Actually, quite a while ago. Even longer ago by the time you hear this. But, which I haven't seen an English trailer yet for it. Which I don't know if you're aware of this. Um, 15 was actually supposed to be another 13 game. It's, um, because when they did 13, they were like, oh man, we're going to run this 13 
gambit for a long time. Like, oh, God, is there going to be so much 13 comics? I mean, I remember them being super hyped about it. There was a lot of buzz about how big and awesome, and it was the return. Bi- the big, the biggest one since 7. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because it was originally going to be on 2, and they're like, no, no, we have to wait because we just need more stuff. And then they so they pushed it to, to the PlayStation 3. And I remember when they were saying it, there was like, okay, there's going to be there's going to be three games, which I don't think 13-2 or Lightning Returns was any was either of the two other games that was planned. Um, there was going to be 13, which was going to be released on all the all the systems. And then there was going to be like you know some sort of little one kind of like that Revenant Wings you're playing now that's going to be a console one. Um, but there was also going to be like another one which at the time made very little sense to me. They're like, oh yeah, there's going to be this other connected one that takes place on a whole other world. Well, when you play 13, that makes sense on, on where that would have been, and I completely understand what it is. And then there was going to be another one, which I can't really remember. There was going to be these three big, big games for it. Right. And and the one that was supposed to take place on the uh, on the other world, um, I believe, is what uh, 15 has became. Because, one, actually, if you just look at some of the art style in there, it does look like what the other world looks like a bit, as far as like the architecture of the buildings and things. So was 13 that big of a disappointment, you think, that they decided to go away from that world, or...? I'm, or something, which, like I said, that, that's kind of my question is how – is it going to be a distinct game? Because they're like, oh, yeah, they're calling it 15, so it's obviously not part of 13. It's not part of the – well, what was it called? The Fabula Crystal Nova series, that effect. So it's not part of that. It's going to be laced with things that are obviously part of 13 that they had to somehow, you know, recoup into a new story. So I, I, I almost fear it a lot, and partially because it's going to be a fast-paced one. I've heard it described as being similar to the Kingdom Hearts battle system. Oh, fun. Uh, yeah, where it's going to be fast-paced in real time. Which, and hack and slash, probably. Like, you, you never, never drank the Kool-Aid on Kingdom Hearts, did you? No, not really. I, I mean, the most interesting thing about it was, like, hey, look, there's Final Fantasy characters in here with Disney characters. Which, it's too it's too bad that Disney didn't own Star Wars then. Because that would have yeah. been amazing to see, like, Darth Vader fight, you know, Cloud Strife, or... No, Darth Vader, Sephiroth, like, sword fight? How cool would that have been? Oh, that would be... I mean, be, oh, doesn't, been... doesn't that, like, make your nerdgasm, like, pop a little bit? Oh, God, yeah, just like... Bum, 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 God! Bum, bum, bum. Actually, if you're listening out there in podcast land and you would like to make that mashup... We will put it a front page on the website. Oh yeah! Like no, like seriously, who <laughs> who doesn't want to hear Daniel? that? Like like the the one wing march. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna go Imperial Death Wings, but yeah, no, no, that's good. That's not a bad, probably much better. <laughs> but no, that that's a uh, that's awesome. That's 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 a uh, that's really cool. And then like, well, then I mean, then you know, since you have, you could have a. Uh, Fran and Balthier and uh, Chewbacca and Han Solo, and they could finally, like, oh, yes. Because I think you'd have to <laughs> Wait do... a minute, yeah. Like, wait a minute. You'd have to do that. Like, who told you Who told you Chewbacca was a woman? And Vaughn could have been all whitey with Luke Skywalker? <laughs> oh, right. Oh. <laughs> actually, and you know what the... Questus and Padme could get together? That'd be an interesting concept. Well, actually, like, the one I was... The one I was thinking of was uh, Squall and fucking Anna can sit there and fucking emo each other. <laughs> fucking Jar Jar's riding a shoe puff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God, that would be... <laughs> the most, like, annoying. 
Misa wanna ride shoe. You want to ride the shoe path? Oh, Misa wanna ride the shoe path. You want to ride the shoe path? Oh, Misa love the shoe path. They they have um. They, <laughs> they have they have chocobo and tauntaun races. Oh man. Oh god. <laughs> like I, I okay. I might play Kingdom Hearts four or whatever they're on for this stuff. I, I, I'll, you know, like that, that could happen, right? Huh? Like I, huh. I, I would, I would play it for this crap. I, I, I'm not even gonna lie. Especially if they did like they really expanded the, like they did all the expanded universe crap. This that actually be kind of awesome. <laughs> and then actually, I just thought of it. Disney owns Marvel too. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, like we're on to something. Here. How we are making a far superior game. Oh yeah. Why don't they just? I mean, yeah. Why isn't this a thing? I mean, this could just even be a fighting game, which would be amazing on its own right. <laughs> oh, but yeah, like an RPG of like, it's like Star Wars versus Marvel versus Final Fantasy. <laughs> oh, God, that would be so fucking cool. <laughs> oh. Sports Shenanigans, amusing ourselves since 2013. Yeah, pretty much. Which somebody out there is is near as behind this as we are. I I, I know this. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. There's, there's definitely a nerdgasm going somewhere. Like right when we brought this co- this this concept, somebody's went just just came all over the their pot device. <laughs> they need so many towels right now. Oh god, do they? They're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't come like a vaudeville routine. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it wrong for years. Uh, no, see, what I'm wondering though is, uh, which, which impractical, uh, starship would be the fastest? <laughs> I um, mean, there, there's a lot, there's a lot in these three universes that are pretty impractical. Mm. I mean, you have like, Nick Fury's flying fucking thing, you've got half the shit that exists in, like, Final Fantasy X, uh, <laughs> you've got, you've got, a uh, fucking, Half the shit that he, like, you know, the fucking Death Star. I'm just curious. Like, who, whose would be well, the fastest? Um, I don't know. From what I recall, pretty much all the ships from 12 are out because don't they only work in that, that limited location of the, on their planet? Yeah, cause like the, like the mist powers them because of the fucking, the crystals. Yeah. Yeah, so, so we know all they're out. So if you're thinking about that, people, um, the Ifrit won't beat any of them. <laughs> right. I don't know. That's a very good question. I mean, I don't think the high wind has much of a chance, right? For sure, because I mean, it's definitely very diesel punk style. I mean, even even once it gets <laughs> getting so nerdy here, it's like even once it gets you know transformed to its second state, it still wouldn't be able to do it. I don't think. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I heard me too. <laughs> no, I'm just laughing because I'm sitting here like, if I could have a dream battle, who would Orin fight? That's what I'm sitting here like, oh, fucking God, um, like I'm sitting here like racking my brain like, who would be the ultimate one for Orin to fight? Yeah, because, I mean, he could take on so many. <laughs> it, it, it helps already being dead. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert, people, if you haven't played ten. I mean, I, I, I kind of want to say Deadpool, but I just I don't think that's the best fight. Is there anybody else that only has one arm that they use? Arm fall-off boy? <laughs> he, like, yeah. he, like, walks up and's like, ah, and Orange just, all right, I'm done. I actually would like to see a drinking contest between him and Tony Stark. Can that be a mini arm fall off boy and Tony Stark? No, 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 no. Orin and uh Orin and Tony Stark, because that could be an awesome mini game. <laughs> Who could drink more? Yeah. <laughs> I like this idea. Like we'll see who's who can score the youngest chick. <laughs> <laughs> That's the mini game. Oh right. Like 
Oh, <laughs> like there's all the little, like all the Rikus and the Pinellos, all of them, sca- all of them, and it's just like it's <laughs> it's like they do at the county fair where they just like oil them up and put a ribbon on them, and like it's all the dirty old men chasing them. <laughs> like ah, no, please, leave. <laughs> <laughs> Which I know I've said this before, but that was my favorite part of twelve. Was you put Pinello as the leader of your party, and then you put, you put all the dirty old men and chase her. That was the funniest part of it to me. Oh, she's like, oh god, no! <laughs> it was quite humorous, for damn sure. Ah, leave me alone! No, I'm so- I'm not asking for it because I'm dressed like this. <laughs> I just thought this would be comfortable. <laughs> oh, the only other one that was funny is if you did that with Fran, you know, because like, you know, then they're like, "I'm gonna get the bunny and, and get all the field mice and bop them on the head." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's funny. That's really funny, actually. I I I I, su- I support this game. Well, wouldn't it be funny though if uh, wouldn't it be funny if Chewbacca and Han Solo were involved? <laughs> Are they not? <laughs> well, I mean, maybe that's why he got all pissed, pissy with Leia. Maybe they had, maybe yeah. they had a complicated history. I mean, Chewbacca could be a woman for all we know. It might not be gay, right? <laughs> I, I think it makes it funnier if it is. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, speaking of Star Wars, but not fucking Chewbacca. Um, yes. So, so our. I mean, why else would you talk about it? So. uh... Out there, out there in the uh, board shenanigans rogues gallery, uh, the Hill clan that has f- successfully arrived in California, which I think I meant to tell you before now, but yeah, they got there and they're all settled in or whatever. Uh, C- I think you might have. CC sends me this amazing text where it's like, you know, I just asked her, I was like, so how's it going, you know, because she's doing the whole, how- the whole housewife thing right now until, you know, they get all adjusted. And, you know, this... I'm so excited for because you know, new town, new st- hell, new state, new house, new you know, oh, new husband. Yeah, she she she's take the opportunity to like start wearing like weird clothes and be like, what? I always dress like this, or or like you know, come up with some sort of weird mannerism that she always does, or like I don't know, I'm going to be the lady that always carries around a video camera, or <laughs> right. It's like what a monocle. I mean, come on, I've worn this since I was seven. You have all these opportunities now that you're in a new place and people don't know you. <laughs> Hurry up, quick! You don't. Time is running out quickly, quickly. There's no time. <laughs> yeah. Come up with some sort of weird, silly thing and, and pretend like you've always done it. Uh, it'd be really funny if she like plays the Texas card as big as she can. Like, well, howdy, y'all, and we're like. Why the fuck are you talking like that now? Oh, that would be funny. Huh. Oh. Do you like my buckle? <laughs> I want it in a rodeo. Uh, but um, anyway, so she sends me this uh, this you know because I just how's it going? How's it going? Kind of thing, and she's like you know a, she's like oh yeah I'm settling in I'm unpacking getting ready, and she was like I'm de- I'm working on where to, on how to decorate the house, but. Uh, these are the first things I, I I put up, and she sends me a picture, and it's the original trilogy Star Wars movie posters, full size, completely framed in their like entertainment room or whatever room that's in. And she's like, just so there's no mistake, whose house this is, which I thought was amazing. That was so cool. It was so freaking cool because it's like of all the things that are going up first, it's this. So that made me pretty happy. Well, could you think of anything better to put up first? Oh, uh. you know, you know, fuck the bed, <laughs> posters. That's where it's at. <laughs> no, no, no. 
I don't really need a microwave. Posters. I need me some posters. Posters. <laughs> uh, wouldn't it be creepy if you, <laughs> if you walked into somebody's house and they had the, like, hang in there kitty posters up, like, framed and shit? Like, wouldn't that unnerve you? Like a whole bunch of those, like, hey, there, kitty. Like, never give up, and it's like, oh, speaking of the never give up thing, it's uh, on 35, which none of you care, because probably half you don't live in Austin, but anyway, um, they have, uh, there's this awesome uh, graffiti up on the side of the, up on the side of one of the bridges, and it says never give up, and it's uh, Pac-Man with, you know, with Inky and Blinky and all of them behind him, and he's got, like, and he's got the one dot, the dot in front of him. All everybody, everybody's chasing him, and the uh, the two the two eyes of the one that's da- that died are about to reappear, and like it's about to be right in front of him. And there's nowhere to go. And the little thing says never give up, which I thought was awesome. Thought it was so cool. Yeah, someone might drive by there, take a picture of it, so we can put it up on the website. Yeah, it'd be really good if you could get somebody to do that. Yeah, no, if we only knew somebody in Austin to take a picture of it. I know, right? Like, especially somebody that had access to the fucking website most of the time. You know that. Yeah, yeah, that'd, that'd be really nice, man. If we only had a correspondent. Yeah, we really need to. Like four shenanigans in the field. Which, if any of our rogues gallery out there would like to be in the field, uh. And, <laughs> not not to be confused with being in the bush. Right, right. If anybody, if any of our, uh, well, I don't know. Some of them might get excited <laughs> about being in the bush, but uh, if anybody would like to would like to be board, sh- you know, board shenanigans attached to uh, a insurgent. I don't know what did they call that. What embedded? If anybody would like to be board shenanigans embedded reporters, uh, let us know. So we're 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 lo- we're looking at you, Ernie. You've got to have something. Something crazy, exciting, and insightful. Oh, that's what you mean by embedded. Oh, I understand now. <laughs> you want Ernie to give us like a report from his bed? Wouldn't that be gotcha. Wouldn't that be funny if he sends us that audio and he was like, "All right, so here I am, and I and I'm just about to. Yes, I have entered her, and I'm going, and I'm going." And he like like walks us through the entire thing. I don't know if it'd be funny, but it'd be damn informative. Yeah, that is true. I think <laughs> everybody would learn a lot. Yes, we'd all walk away with a higher base of knowledge. Oh yeah, I, I I would approve of this. Really, if any if any of our illustrious listeners would like to send uh, play by pl- sex tapes, play, to us? yes, play by plays from the bedroom, we welcome that sort of thing here. <laughs> that that yeah, why not? Um, video if you have it, but audio is fine too. What, what would you do if somebody did send us a sex tape? Yeah, uh, it depends on who it is. Like, what if it was like I don't know, JJ and his uh his man husband and it was like hard it was like hard balding <laughs> balding hairy gray hairs just hard hump, like, like, like jj and professor p getting down and dirty together you get you get this video and it's like one like dances in front of the camera and you're like ah and then like you know the other or or it just immediately cuts to one of them just plowing the other one up the ass while he's been over the table like would that go up on our website i mean i kind of think it'd have to because we threw the well yeah i mean if it goes to the porch dagon's email account it's fair game okay i was just i, I feel like i feel like we would just have to dis- we would discriminate oh you, you feel so. we should no no there's no discrimination here on no no no, no 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 i don't think we can discriminate i think we have to like 
All, all porn accepted. That's right. And porn shenanigans, bring us your tired, your poor, your wrinkly, your, your cellulite induced. Bring us your, bring us your hair, your hairless, your voluptuous, your big titties, your tight pussies, your small penises. All types of pornography accepted and roundly enthused. Because here, we want, we want your cum, we want your juices, we want your lubricant. We support it. Except for scat. We don't want that. <laughs> you send us two girls, one cup, the li- Actually, if somebody does take the time to do two girls, one cup, the live reenactment, it's gonna go up on the website. Well, yeah, first we need two girls that are willing to do this. Well, I don't, I don't see, I don't see that being a, uh, being a problem. Us fighting two girls? <laughs> well, one, two, like, I was lucky to find one girl that was willing enough to marry me. I don't know that I could find girls willing to, like, eat poop. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the kind of thing I'd do if I had a million dollars. Find girls that'll eat poop. <laughs> two, two, two chicks at the same time. <laughs> I don't think you need a million dollars for that. <laughs> kind of girls that double up on a guy like me. Dude. <laughs> uh, office space. And that cat. was this week's in office space. Yeah, pretty much. Which uh, I don't know if we've hobbed that knob yet, but haven't seen it. Don't know what we're talking about. It'll be, the IMDB will be up in the links of interest, and you should go watch it. Our new weekly segment, This Week in Office Space. <laughs> That's funny to me. I enjoyed it. Um, speaking of board shenanigans, Rogues Gallery that we haven't talked about yet, um, well, hi Justin, Brent, and Brandy, but, uh, beyond that, um, as I do, as I do from time to time, I did a straw poll of the, uh, of, of the Rogues Gallery, and really the only one that sent me a message back was Jarrett, which I enjoyed. I, I He doesn't have much else to apparently do. Apparently not, which, uh, thanks. Um, it gives us content for our show. Um, but he sent, he sent, I sent him a text message. I was like, so if you could be any type of animal, what would you be and why? And I got this, like, really thought-out answer. Um, and he says, for some reason a raccoon comes to mind. Cunning, cute, sneaky, little eye patches. What's not to like? A second chance, a second choice might be a, song, a songbird with a cane, top hat, and a monocle. Third would be a talking toad with a southern accent and a banjo. Actually, a talking toad with a, with a southern accent and a banjo might might be my first choice. So, Jarrett wants to be Kermit the Frog, is the way I took it. Oh. Well, it's not easy being Majorius. So it's much more simpler to be green. I, I I guess so. Like I guess someday you'll find it. The lovers, the dreamers, and Jarrett. Oh, uh, but I, I I thought that was <laughs> hi ho. <laughs> so so Jarrett, if you're finding yourself having a uh, sudden sudden love of pork chops, I I guess we all know why. Yeah. Which speaking of Jarrett, not only is he our you know, our man in the swamp, he's also. <laughs> He's also the our man that lurks within the wretched hives of scum and villainy on the internet. Who? Well, yeah, exactly. Because he sent me this link um, described as this totally needs to be discussed on the cast, which is porn that is safe for work. One more time, porn safe for work. Very simple concept here. They take pornographic pictures and then like add clothes to them and make them doing like something in a a, a mundane scenario. Sometimes not that mundane. Like, like here's one. It's obviously gay porn, but but instead of them, you know, I don't know what. It, frankly, I don't know what they're doing at the. Oh, I see. Maybe it's not gay porn. Maybe there's like a third chick. There was like a chick in there. 
anywho, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I can't look away. <laughs> Diagramming safe porn cast. Sorry, I got I got enthralled. <laughs> and, and, instead of both guys fucking this chick, it's instead them sitting down to eating dinner. <laughs> There's a really, really good one where it's two chicks and they're obviously like in the throes of same-sex activities, and they have the porn faces on mad, like, hard, but the way they, the way they drew over the picture is it's like, the one looking at the other one's little baby, and it's like, oh, what a cute little baby! Cause they added subtitles to these. It's, oh yeah. It's fucking awesome. Good find, Jarrett. Like, this was a great find. Thank you. And then, and this should be, this should be, uh, something for all the rest of you out there. You find something ridiculous that you want to hear us talk about, reference, or share with the rest of everyone else in the board shenanigans sphere? You should probably let us know about it because we'll talk about anything, sometimes more than once. Yeah, I'm, I'm just still not rightly sure what Jarrett did to find this. Like, what was his original Google topic? Maybe it gets him off looking at, like, mundane situations. Like, or maybe... <laughs> may- like, I, I I love crappily drawn pic- pants. <laughs> it's one of his kinks he didn't discuss with us. I don't... What the hell is going on? I, I'm gonna stop looking at this, because we're not gonna have a podcast. There's gonna be me just making weird noises. Well, so what's different than normal week to week? Um, you were making weird noises, too? Ah. But, uh... Yeah, like that one. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure. I, I honestly don't know what he did to uh, to get to that. I'm I'm kind of curious myself. Jarrett, what did you type in to get to this? What was your thought process? Were you like, you know, I'd really like to watch a porn, but I'm at school and there's people oh, around. My mom's here. Yeah. Like, ooh, under it, it's like being twelve again. Underneath all those poorly drawn clothes, there's boobies. Ah. Uh, do you oh, do you yeah. remember those days when like you, all you could find was the old J.C. Penney's ad, and that was spank bank material because you couldn't you didn't have an internet connection? Do you remember those days? Oh yeah, you know, realistically, I feel we're the last generation that that, that makes it a difficult activity to find and or look at porn because there was that period of time like you know, and like I said, we had where we had to like get the J.C. Penney's catalog or. You know, like, I had dial-up for a while, for a, way longer than any human being should ever have dial-up. Well into the DSL days. So, yeah, you're just like, man, I can't watch a video, but boy, I can wait a minute for this, you know, picture to download of boobies. And you just wait, you're just sitting there watching as, like, the scan line goes down, and you're like, oh, 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 look, oh, there's a, there's the top of a boobie. Oh, oh, here it comes, oh, oh, I think that might be nipple I'm starting to see. Oh, that is nipple. Oh, here it comes, here it comes. And, like, you get to the bottom, and, like, she's got a dick. <laughs> My, and you're like, well, I already jerked it to it. I might as well continue. I got this far. I might as well finish the job because I'm no quitter. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, or or like she's in the midst of doing something weird, like there's poop all over <laughs> her, or <laughs> there's another girl eating the poop out of the same cup. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, if you want to like, like. Man, I'm just gonna watch this GIF image go, you know, go back and forth. Oh, that's something. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember that. Whenever it was like. uh you couldn't get, like, all you could get was the little, like, 20-second trailer, and it took so long for it to load, because you'd be in there doing whatever on the computer, and it's like... You, well, we know what we're doing there on the computer. Right. Party. Well, no, you're, like, acting like you're doing whatever, and your mom comes in, and you're like, all right, it's time to go to bed. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just finishing my homework or whatever, and, like, wait on him to clear the door, and then, like, oh, I've only got 15 of 30 seconds loaded. Fuck it. I gotta go, and, you know, it's like... And it's the 15 seconds of them walking up to the house like, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. And you're like, I don't want the story. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, there's probably this whole, like, fuck it, I'm just, I'm stealing a bit from somebody else. There's probably this whole, like, group of people that can't, like, get off unless the woman is, like, pixelated now. You know, it's just like, can, can you try to look a little bit more blocky? You're not doing any for it. You're too high res. <laughs> Jitter a little bit. Who who was the person that decided that uh, we need stories in our porn? When was that decided? Um, by the 70s, I believe. But, like, why? Like, does it do anything for you to know that the girl's going to walk up to the house and, like, get directions and then she's not going to, well, I'd like to repay you, but I don't know with what... Like, does that do anything well, for like you at know, all? I like to know a little bit. Of, I like to know a little bit of like why we're in this situation. <laughs> to jerk off the same reason that everybody else in the world is on that on that web page situation. Well, you know, I just just like everything else. You know, when I'm I, I only watch movies with good storylines and TV shows, and I'm not going to read like you know Kim Kardashian's autobiography, even my porn. I want to you know I want to be entertained. Uh, while while there's that lead up, I mean. <laughs> Oh, I, I prefer British porn. Like, oh, yes, you know we could be having sexual intercourse right now. Like, oh, yes, we could indeed, but we're not. You know, you gotta gotta have a little bit of a lead-in. Especially, you know, especially nowadays, There's they do a much better job at it. It's l- less ham-fisted. Which you could find on the internet now, too, so. Yeah, there's, there, which, ham-fisting? I'm sure you can. Is, is that a thing? I'm sure, I'm sure they ham-fist or fist with hams. I'm not sure. <laughs> is that what Jared wants to do with Miss Piggy? <laughs> Are you ham-fisting Miss Piggy? Do you think Kermit's ham-fisting Miss Piggy right now? Probably. Oh, <laughs> uh, so speaking of putting your hand... Oh, pork me hard! Oh, whoa. So speaking of putting your hands up a pig, um, you know there is a new mu- yes. you know there's a new Muppet movie coming out, right? Oh, like Muppets in Space or no, what? No, I like, I think it's like Muffet's Return, I don't know. Quest for Curly's Gold? I don't know, I was just excited there was a new one coming out, and you usually, you, like, I, the last one was pretty good, the last new one. See, I haven't seen the last new one, the, like, Muppets All Over Manhattan, or Muppets Down and Dirty in Manhattan, or... <laughs> Muppet, Muppets Behind, you know, the rough years. <laughs> like, post-Jim Henson's death, they don't know what to do, <laughs> Rizzo had to start turning tricks to get, to pay the rent. <laughs> Gonzo's like sitting there and there's all these like all these chicken bones around him and he's just like I'm sorry Fuzzy Bear's hawking shamwells late at night like Waka like you have like all this shit like all over your place man you have to mop it up Waka Waka well what I do is I go I get me a shamwell you follow me cameraman Waka Waka (laughs) (laughs) oh that'd be less annoying than the shamwell guy now (laughs) I don't know, actually. <laughs> Are you out there? Do you want to make that skit for us? I like the the band has to play like in a bowling alley, all like all sad and depressed. Like you know, they try and play their their original music, and they're like, "No, play a Freebird cover." Like they're like subjected to a life of like fucking backup band. They're like all depressed. Uh, 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 Statler and Waldorf sit outside the drive-in just like drinking cheap beers heckling people that go into it (laughs) that's probably what they do every other weekend anyway (laughs) I didn't say that wasn't the case it's just what they're doing because the show tonight was (laughs) cancelled why don't they just do that in general why don't they just have Statler and Waldorf heckle the world like they're sitting outside a laundromat and they're they're just like boo (laughs) like (laughs) time's up (laughs) 
You would buy an outfit like that? It's all washed up. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> too bad that remover only removes stains, not the ugly. No, oh, 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 oh. God, they were the best Muppets. <laughs> they were, like by far and away. You saved the pig. You're the we're the hero of the movie. <laughs> oh man, it's it's it it's funny, dude. It's it's real funny. I just like I just like uh when the hard time like what other what other like characters you know of our childhood like when like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles does it get any shittier than literally living in the sewer? What's rock bottom for them? Um, soup. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, they mean they're 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 turning they're turning tricks eating soup for, you know, for for pizza money. <laughs> I was thinking you were talking turtle soup, like like whatever. Well, that was the original well, joke, well, but because I twisted it like that, that's what makes it fun. Oh, all oh, right. Well, I'm glad you're around to explain these things to me. I just like that whole concept of like, <laughs> like, man. like 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 Michelangelo and Raphael are like Donatello, man. Um, put chloroform over his face and like he's like what what ho what ho ho and they just like selling him to like emerald for for money. <laughs> but I, I I guess the Power Rangers could be using their giant robots to to help build skyscrapers now or something like that. Like oh we'll lift this girder up here for us. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh that's funny. Or uh, um, <laughs> no it gets like. It gets like you know real. Castle Grayskull's a a tourist trap now. <laughs> they're yeah, they're putting a statue of Satan outside next week. Come see where the masters of the universe used to hang out. Oh man, that, that... <laughs> better than Graceland. Like uh, fucking Prince Adam has to like he has to like lead the tour like, but. <laughs> What, what did he say? When I lift my magic sword, it's like, when I lift my magic tour guide hat, we can go explore. I actually never watched. I know more about that show through, like, other things than I do forever seeing it myself. I never watched that myself. Oh, God. And my internet just fucking This died. concept alone was enough Gotta to make Skype crash on us for all... Like, no, in fact, I'm the master of the universe. I will never be a tour guide. This podcast is over. Hey, look, there's Cody calling. In other words, Skype crashed horribly hard on our faces. So that's another thing I'd like to do this new year now that this has happened, because this is like the fourth Skype crash of this episode and the new year. We need a new fucking thing to record our episodes on. So any suggestions out there, guys? Yeah, that's, yeah. Figure it out for us. Which, in other words, means we'll figure it out ourselves and bitch about it later. Yeah, exactly. I I guess if you successfully get your own house, you could have an Ethernet cord going to your, your computer. That would also help. Yeah, I think that might be a little further off than life. But yes, it would be cool if it would be closer. That would be amazing. Because we would hardline into this. We wouldn't do this wirelessly. Because behind the podcast cast. Yeah. Behind this podcast is another podcast. Behind that's another podcast. It's like Russian nesting dolls of podcasts here. <laughs> and inside that is a snow globe. And it's being held by an autistic child. <laughs> Where Bruce Willis is actually dead the entire time. And and it turns out that uh, Indiana Jones was actually looking at alien artifacts and not something 
cool. <laughs> and Soylent Green is people! <laughs> and Rosebud was a sled the entire time! Uh, uh, Snape kills Dumbledore! And, and beyond that, it turns out that that village was actually in modern times! And it's actually a vampire movie! <laughs> um, 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 crap. Uh, 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 uh. And the old lady that died in the elevator was actually alive and killed everyone. What? <laughs> oh, it was... Okay. You know what? If you, Have you seen... Like, M. Night Shyamalan needs to, needs to stop. And, yes, I know, as he is definitely a listener of this show, that has to hurt. But the truth hurts, man. Stop with the stupid twists. Because I watched that goddamn devil movie he made, and I was like, you know, this is a cool fucking concept. Five people in an elevator, one of, like, people keep dying, everybody gets suspicious, right? I was like, you know what? That's a cool concept for a movie. But oh no, what happens? It turns out that one, that like, one of them's the devil and kills them all. Alright. That's kind of oh, dumb. Yeah. Okay, if there was five people in an elevator, and people kept dying, and then everybody would get suspicious of everybody else, I don't know, like the original House on Haunted Hill? Not that horrible goddamn remake. No, 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 the original with Vincent Price in it. But, um, like, I was like, you know, that's actually a cool concept. And then I knew it was like a horror movie, so there was like, the, I didn't realize it was the actual devil. I just thought, I don't know, we used the name creatively, cause, or something. But then again, it was an M. Night Shyamalan movie, so... That was my own... St- it could have been worse. It could have been the elevator killing people. <laughs> it winds up, it's the fucking dog that's like, Going up, sir! Going down, sir! Which would have been a better fucking twist. But, like... <laughs> like it's like it takes place in Looney Tunes this entire oh, time? Oh, yeah. That's the twist? But the fucking twist, which I don't... I don't care if I'm spoiling this for you. I'm saving you. I'm not spoiling shit. <laughs> I'm saving you over an hour and a half of boobless time. Yeah, pretty fucking goddamn much. And it, this wasn't boobless time. It was entertainmentless time. The only fun. So there's boobs? Ah, uh, no. The only. F- well, then I don't care. The only funny part, and it was so bad, it was funny. Was like there was the stereotypical like. Uh, Mexican guy that was all in touch with spirits and shit, because they're in every horror movie, which is one of the dumbest cliches there is. But, like, he drops his toast, and it falls, Uh and it falls, like, jelly side down, which is like an omen for the evil that's in... The way toast falls? Yes, apparently. Like, the toast... I mean... He, like, drops it, and he's like, the toast fell face down. It's, it's, it's bad news. It was fucking retarded. That's the way toast falls! I mean, the only way it would fall face up with the jelly side up is if he had an A jelly side down on his plate, or two, he dropped it off of a, uh, I want to say it's like a 10-story building. It takes it for it to flip all the way over twice. I didn't think it... This is a science experiment. <laughs> well, it's also a horrible movie experiment, but fucking goddamn, man. We wa- like we watched this, and I was like, man, all right, whatever. I'll give it a try. We'll watch it. And I watched it, and I was like, it was so stupid because... The fucking, the big twist was, uh, like this old lady died real early in the movie. She was the one that was the devil and killed everybody. It was fucking stupid. It was such a waste of time. I was so annoyed by it. I was like, this was a bad movie. 
Like, I could have watched anything. Like, that's two hours of my time. I can never get back. Fuck you, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, this is why I generally don't watch horror movies. I mean, there are good horror movies, don't get me wrong. There are good ones, but, man. Dude, don't even. A lot more bad. Oh, fucking God, is there. This was like, it pissed me off it was so bad. And see, it's not even bad. It's not even See, that's the thing is, there's a lot of bad horror movies, but there's very few bad horror movies that are even worth what, what Bruce Campbell could only be in so many movies. Man, see, and I like the B-horror movies a lot. Like, I really do, just because a lot of it's the atmosphere they present. And I mean, I love creature features. I love those kind of movies. Like, granted, there are bad ones. Man, I love the sci-fi movie of the week, right? Like, I like them, dude. I really do. But, I mean, they're very... Oh, God. I wonder what sharks are doing this week. Are they in a tornado? Are they made of stone? Oh, robotic sharks. I gotcha. No, like, okay, for every... I mean, for the for the most part, though, there, there are some very, very good ones. And it's kind of that genre of stuff I like. But, yeah, not everything can be Evil Dead. Not everything, not everything can be The Omen. I mean, there's a lot of bad bad horror movies, but the good ones are good horror movies, but there's a lot of bad, bad movies in general out there, so I, I'm really not gonna, I'm not gonna say a whole lot about all oh, horror movies are bad, it's just, fuck, this one pissed me off. It was so bad, it made me, it made me angry. Like, it was so stupid, it pissed me off. So, in a good mood, wanna ruin it? Watch Devil by M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, by the way, I'm not allowed to post this, so, use your imagination, but, uh, Apparently, Brent Whoa, sent sexy? me a picture of him in, like, a loincloth. I can't really tell, because I'm actually kind of glad the picture on my phone sucks. But, uh, I'm not going to post it like you said I can't, but I'm damn sure going to talk about it, because you sent me a picture of you in a loincloth, so fuck you. Oh, man, I wish I wish I could find that picture of him in the alligator thong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, that was a funny story. Oh, geez. Uh, man, do you want to roll towards a wrap-up, or do we need some, like, a little, like, 20 more minutes of filler? Oh, I think we're good. Okay. I think we're good. I think this is about all the board shenanigans are, are, they can handle. Yeah. Like, this is... Uh, the board shenanigans are trying to come out their ears. So they, first they went in their ears, and now they're trying to pour back That's out. That's all they can take, and they can't take it any harder. Oh, by God, if they're listening to this in their car... Hoo doggy. It's starting to fill up in there. It's probably smelling pretty bad. It's, pre- <laughs> it's becoming an eyesore, an obstacle to driving. All right, illustrious reverend. I don't know what's happening okay. either. All right, illustrious reverend. Do you have anything to leave the good people with? When some of the Jews asked, couldn't this man who gave a blind man sight keep Lazarus from dying? Deeply moved, Jesus went to the tomb, and he looked up and said, Now is the time to choose. Die and be free of pain, or live and fight your sorrows. Now is the time to shape your stories. Your fate is in your hands. Amen. It's getting cold outside. I need to eat some hot soups to warm me up. Nothing makes me hotter than finding my way over to bspodcast.us Stroking my fingers across their Facebook page or listening to them via iTunes. Oh yeah, they have all the right moves and oral pleasure. Oh my. Oh goodness. I know you're John fingering to my voice. Um. Home. Um. 
Oh, hey, yeah, let's be Brent. Um, oh, ooh, ooh, um, ooh. Yeah, um... Oh, yeah. yo, Brent, like um, Brent, he's Brent, you know, he's kind of like Brent, you know, he Brents. Oh, yo, he Brents, you know, Brenting? We've all Brented before, haven't we? <laughs> well, I mean, you can Brent if you want to, you can leave your friends behind. You can leave your Brent behind, but your friends don't Brent, and if they don't Brent, well, they're no Brent of mine. Oh, yeah, apparently. You can Brent where you want to. A place where they will never find. <laughs> you can Brent till you're out of this world and leave the, leave the other one far behind. You can Brent. <laughs> uh, that'll be his call out for the week, boys and girls. Uh, I don't know that he got one. If you would like a call out in song form, uh, please send your request to uh, Bo- you know Ryan Brewer, care of Board Shenanigans, as he is in charge in charge of our song parody department. Apparently, 